babies. It was Thanks, Bill's uh, STD cough. It's all right. He's tested negative for 50 years now. He's fine. Is that, that true? Made, that made no sense, Ray. I know. I was scrambling. I'm sorry, Bill. You know what, Ray? It's Monday. I don't know if we need to start off with a bad STD joke. Sorry. You want to try again? Nope. Can we just wipe it clean? Oh, that's what Bill tried to do to his STDs. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> hey, Bill. Hey. Why are you so mad, Bill? God, he's, he's been in such a lame mood lately. What do you mean? In a great mood. Because you don't want to interview Rambling Ruth tomorrow? Is that what the whole problem is, Bill? <laughs> no. No comment. How are you, Rich? I was waiting for uh, Bill. Is are you not drinking? You know, smoke. It's just been just a clean day for you. Oh, I hate sober Bill. <laughs> I'm not drinking. No, sober Bill's the worst. He is the worst character of all of them. That whole. Still- I remember last summer. It was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go clean, guys. Two weeks. Oh, you are such a miserable cunt. Such a miserable little D. Uh huh. I was only living on nicotine, and it sucked. <laughs> What do you want right now? A little nicotine THC? Yeah. I keep better, lo- uh, he keeps looking over there. Like, Yeah, what are you looking at? Special. I don't know. <laughs> Just out of it today. Unbelievable. Welcome to the Super Mind Sports Show. Fat Tuesday headlines, August 16th. 9th. 17th. 17th. Welcome to the show. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but your microphone sounds like caca. Does it? Mm. You could have uh, told me that, like, before. Well, it just sounds like caca right now. You started talking for 10 minutes? Well, we didn't really talk. Bill just kind of moped around for 10 minutes. Is that better? Mm. It's just when you speak loud, which I know you're going to do when we get to one subject matter. It just gets all crackly. It just doesn't sound great. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Rich, I, I think have... you sound fine, buddy. Shut the fuck up, Bill. Might have to go back to the old dick mic. Oh, you play with it? Whatever, we'll, f- we'll play with it. That's what your mother said. Um, welcome <laughs> to some of my sports show. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're listening on uh uh, Apple podcast, Spotify podcasts, do the same wherever you're listening to podcasts, subscribe, rate, review, uh, and wherever you're doing it. Yeah, you yourself... sound like shit. God fucking <laughs> damn it, Bill. Oh, for the love of fucking God. That's better. Perfect. Ooh, right yeah, there. Yeah, right there, right there. Okay. Right there. Great. Don't move. Uh, wherever you are listening, watching, or enjoying this podcast, get yourself a white birch beer. It makes everything better. It'll make us sound like a million bucks. Uh, and if you can't do that, then head on down to the brewery in Nashville, New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Head on down to the brewery, get yourself a flight, get yourself a pint. Uh, if you can't get it there, get it at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Um, of course, now I'm, all, now I'm terribly self-conscious about the way that my mic sounds. Now you know how I feel when I go out in public. 
That's because you're fat. Thanks, Bill. No oh, shit, Bill. Bill. No shit. Uh, here's what we're going to start, boys. Whether I sound like shit or not, we're going to start with the Patriots and their uh, first preseason game. Obviously, Mac versus Cam. Cam versus Mac. Uh, what did we learn about the quarterback position? Cam Newton was four of seven for 49 yards. No touchdowns, no picks, two drives. Uh, Mac Daddy was 13 and 19, 87 yards. Also, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, played into the third quarter there. So, um, I don't know. I ask your uh, just overall opinion. What was your first impressions, Ray, of Mac Jones and Cam Newton in preseason game number one? Uh, Cam Newton looks lost still, and Mac Jones fits the Patriot, Patriots mold as a quarterback that we've been seeing for the past 20 years very well. Those short little drop passes, like no bombs down the field. I mean, he did air it out, but, you know, <clears throat> Tom Brady lived and died by those short yards and let the receivers have open field and get up yards, upfield and get the uh, extra yards. So seeing Mac do that, it was very refreshing. It made me feel like, oh, actually, there's actually a chance that this team could do something this year. So it was nice to see with Mac Jones. Bill? Yeah, I mean, Cam, same old Cam from last year, which is a bad sign. But, I mean, it's only two drives. I, I think, what, the second drive probably sort of scored a touchdown, did lead him to a field goal. Was it 35 yards by Nardine or Nerdone, whatever? So, I Nardone. mean, I just – Nardone. <laughs> Anyways. See, every time you just got to say something just throws me off. (laughs) (laughs) You motorboat son of a bitch. I hope to God that Quinn Nordine makes the team now because anytime a field goal goes through with the Patriots. (laughs) No, I I think we should pump the brakes a little bit on on Mac. You know, I mean, it's just I, I don't see him starting. I think. Cam's still your starter. You, you kind of saw it today in his first joint practice with uh, Philadelphia. Cam got all the first team reps. Blech. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, I don't agree with it, but I mean, I, I do want to pump it. You know, it was a nice little display. You know, I thought the, yeah, it looked kind of like a Patriot offense, but I, I still don't trust him long-term I, I or this year, this season, I should say. I, I mean, Ooh. he's, I don't mean long-term in Mac Jones. I mean him to start the season. I want to see, him kind of get gradually eased in. And then again, it's not, it seems like that's the way it's going. It's just your typical, you know, cams have started. It would have been the same thing with Brady two series. Boom out. You know, it, it's just, I want to see it. It, I don't trust cam. That shoulder is terrible, but I don't trust bill to start the kid. The other thing I like too, though, is that cam do it. Wasn't uh, looking at the defense very well. Like that sack that chase young had, he didn't uh, audible the offensive line to pick up the blitz on that side. Or what blitz? Over. He just blew right by Isaiah Wynn. I don't yeah, even think it was he didn't a have blitz. Protection on that side, even still, like you should have put a running back on that side to help him out, but he didn't do that. Mac Jones looked like he was dissecting the defense and actually could read the mic and all that, all the blisters that are coming. So seeing Mac do that made me feel better about this upcoming season as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should read too heavy into the dissecting of defenses um, from all the beat guys that, you know, there's no scheming going on. It's really, no, it's, it's really just base defense out there, which to raise point about Cam Newton is even worse. Like it, he's still, you're, like you said, Bill, there's no difference in Cam Newton, Look, the will Cam Newton, if he plays all 17 games, will he be better than last year? You probably have to say yes just because of the team around him. And, and they get throw, one more game. <laughs> yeah, you throw the ball to Jonu Smith and he runs over people for 16 yards. 
inevitably you'll probably be better. But we didn't see anything different from Cam Newton to think that they can run a different type of offense, that we can see them more like the Patriots of old, that they can go put up 24 points regularly. It was the same exact Cam Newton, even though it was two series, you could tell right from the fucking get-go in that second drive when he fires off a screen pass to James White that's three yards behind him at 70 miles an hour with a, with, a, with a drive before, he had a beautiful screen pass to James White for 20 yards. He's inconsistent and inaccurate. This is Cam Newton. This is it. And I guess, you know, they weren't going to let him rip and run all over the field, but we saw what that looked like last year, too. He lost the step. We know exactly what we're going to get from Cam Newton. You can probably make the playoffs if this defense remains healthy and is as good as it is, and if your offensive line remains healthy. But you're not going very far. In, in Mac Jones, I don't see anything that he did that I that that worries me. And I don't know why people are upset that he's throwing the ball sideways for six yards. What the fuck did Brady do for 20 years? This is what the offense – this is what they want the offense to look like. Um, so – uh, and I disagree that about the, the, the whole, well, Cam Newton got two snap, two series. And, and that means, you know, he's in the starter role. Mac Jones played a series with all of the starters basically. And then I think, I think Bill had him in there to get a prolonged look at Mac Jones and what he looks like in an NFL game. Well, you don't need to see Brian Hoyer. I mean, that's your third option. You saw Brian Hoyer coming late in the game, but you don't really, I mean, it just made sense. You're not, you don't need Brian Hoyer. You just need to get him in some meaning, not meaningful. You just need to get him in some real game snaps, but he's your third string quarterback in sounds like he's going to be on the practice squad because they're still doing the same practice squad eligibility as they did last year. So you don't really need to see him. He's been in the office for a long time. Obviously, just just the way they drew it up. Yeah, he got a little bit of one series with the ones. But I mean, there was a reason. I mean, you don't have a a fourth quarterback you're looking at. Maybe you probably would have seen Mac play a quarter if you still had Jared Stidham and you might not have seen Brian Hoyer at all. So, I mean, that's that's where it is out of necessity. Obviously, you're going to want him getting the the longer looks. It's his first pro game. Should have had a touchdown. Christian Wilkinson dropped a pretty easy catch, I thought, in the the, uh, end zone. But I think that. It should have been a touchdown. I mean, it should have been a touchdown. I think people draw. Yeah. Look, the pass was better than the catch, obviously. I don't know if it was a drop. And but he it was a nice, sucks. I mean, it was oh, a it was Christian a, Wilkerson sucks. We'll get there. It was a drop in the bucket from 40 yards out. Um, so it was a nice throw. And here's a greater point. And I and I don't know if this was a Felger point that I heard after the game or or somebody else that okay, Mac Jones is taking what's given to him. He's checking down. He's getting the wide receiver wide receiver bubbles from from uh, McDaniel's on the play calling, uh, and all that's fine. Do we think that Cam Newton can actually do those things? No. Right. No. Nope. Don't you think that at one point in time in their struggles as an offense last year, we were throwing for eighty four yards, one hundred twelve yards, sixty nine yards? Nice. Don't you think we would have tried to see a bubble screen here and there or something of the, of a Patriots offense to get things going at, at one point in time? The guy, Cam Newton, can't do it. He can't do it. He's got one style of offense. Put some running backs with him. Try an RPO his way into the red zone and see what happens. That's it. That's it. So uh, I don't want to – I'm with you, Bill. You know, Mac Jones didn't – jump off you know and strike lightning rods up my asshole but you just look at the way that offense is run it's the same thing we said about about brian hoyer in that kc game from 20 to 20 holy shit this is a capital quarterback throwing the ball seven yards and they're getting 12 on a slant that looks like an actual nfl offense and they're doing it rather consistently i, I know he's not going to give mac jones the ball to start the season but i guarantee you the second he does 
this team will, offense will look more like an NFL offense and will be more consistent. I don't know if they'll score. That's the next piece. As a rookie, it's hard to, to consistently be good in the red zone. But it, I, uh, Mac Jones era has begun for me from game one. Done. I'm, it's, I'm team Mac all the way. I'm done with Cam Newton. It's over. Also, also, I don't know if you heard it, but Mr. Kraft definitely heard it when Mac Jones came on that field and that whole Gillette Stadium erupted with cheers because they knew the savior was coming and that this is Mac's team and not Cam's team anymore. And what did I tell you guys that when the fans are there, they're going to let those fucking boo birds come out as soon as Cam fucks up once. And it's not going to take long for Kraft to have a little meeting with Mr. Belichick and say, Hey, listen, he's not the guy anymore. You're not going to win with him. Go with Mac. I think it'll take, it'll take a lot for uh, Mr. Kraft to meddle that heavily into uh into a season like that to to change the starting quarterback come week but eight I, come week eight you guys have you have a losing record you're no big, sure yeah i mean i think you, that you know he's gonna call that be like Listen, you're not gonna win with this guy it's time to that could qualify as a lot if you have a losing record after yeah. spending a quarter billion dollars halfway through the season sure yeah. um you could see that happening but you know who else heard that roar uh for mac jones was mr old cam newton himself who the next day put out a doozy of a fucking Instagram post. And if you weren't done with Cam Newton before this, I don't know how you're still with them now. Uh, Cam Newton's Instagram post. I can't read it on this fucking, on the thing that I sent you and his stupid goddamn font. I couldn't read it anyway. Uh, but something along the lines of far from perfect uh, loyalty. I deserve it directly after a game where all of new England is taking their pants down for Mac Jones, the 15th overall pick <laughs> uh, a year after Cam Newton has been ripped to shreds for sucking in the Patriots uniform and brought back for pennies on the dollar in the middle of a quarterback controversy. And what happens in joint practices with Philly today, Cam Newton is there for every single first team rep the whole day. Oh, this is going to end badly, Bill. This is going to end badly one way or another. Yeah, I mean, at some point, if Mac truly passes him, I mean, you, you got to cut him. I don't really think that he's going to back up Mac Jones here. You know, and I think who was I listening to this morning? It's like you can't start the kid from week one and then go to Cam. Like that's you can't do it because then if Cam really sucks and you go back to the kid, that's going to be some real fucking you know, shitty attitude coming in. You know, you didn't, you, you didn't trust me to start the season. Now you, you're throwing me in. I think you got to cut bait with him. If he's not going to make this team, if he's not a star, if he's not a starter on this team, I think you cut bait with them, see, or trade him. try to see if you can latch on with another team and see where he goes from there. But yeah, just the, the whole loyalty thing. Cause you got, you know, I, you can read the tea leaves, whatever the fuck you want. I mean, it was clearly cause they, everyone's talking about Mac Jones, you know what I mean? No. I don't know if you heard his press conference today. Today, he said it's about humans. He's on the road. He doesn't see his kids. He doesn't see his friends. He's doing this all the time. It's about human beings, not about coaches or players or Mac. It's not uh -huh. about that. It's just it, the way he was like backpedaling. It's like, yeah, you got caught. You made a stupid fucking social media post. And now you're backpedaling, you stupid douchebag. Give me a break with this guy. When are people not? Look, he has been a model citizen off the field since he came in here. It's been a surprise to everybody, I think. Um, you know, he didn't have character issues per se uh, in the NFL. But if you go back to when he was drafted, you know, 
he was a hot shot. He was kind of running, running his mouth. His first couple of years, Steve Smith gave him shit for pouting on the sideline, the way that he handled the Super Bowl loss. There's a couple, you know, things in his resume that suggest that when things don't go right for him, uh, he can cop an attitude. And that post was clearly that. And the, I'm on the road. I'm away from my family. Welcome to the NFL, dude. You've been doing this for 10 years. Everyone around you is in the and same millions of dollars. position. If I hear one more goddamn athlete complain about their situation, fuck off, man. You made $100 million. You I would trade in anymore. a heartbeat. You don't even belong in the NFL anymore. You suck. Quit. Go hang out with your kids. What yep. the fuck you, dude? Too many what are you mamas. talking about? unbelievable and by the way that post had nothing to do with his fucking kids it was all about everybody in new england want mac jones to be the quarterback and his offensive coordinator also probably wanting mac jones to be their quarterback and the only buddy only one who does it is still bill belichick for whatever goddamn reason what is that because bill you just put out a scenario that it gets a little bit scary if mac jones gets this job cam newton should probably be out of here your backup quarterback at that point is brian hoyer or a or a jared stidham somewhere in a wedding in texas with a bum arm if if mac jones who's small and still not nfl uh, physically probably ready in terms of his body if he gets hurt or dinged up you're kind of fucked anyway so bill belichick that from, from letting tom brady go to the position we're in now it is a it is a goddamn thin needle of a thread right now with this quarterback position and i'm a little bit afraid he's falling back on cam newton as the easy way to go in case things don't go wrong go right then we can go to mac and then we got a little bit of runway here which i don't think is the right choice i think you should just go with mac no and so, i mean it just shows you the ineptitude of the bridge here you 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 bridge the two year, basically two years to get to Mac Jones after Tom Brady, right? Because I mean, I think he's redshirt freshman. I'm be redshirting his rookie year. I mean, that's what it just seems like. It's what you've been kind of hearing. So it's like, there's your two year window. You could have had a better option than Cam Newton. You know, I would Gardner, any Alex Smith. You tried to Andy get Dolan. any of these, Andy Dolan, any of these guys. I'm taking over Cam Newton mm-hmm. right now because they could throw the fucking football. They can command an offense. Cam Newton is not smart enough to command this offense and. He can't throw the fucking football. Like, that's the biggest thing. He can't throw the fucking football. And, like, in this offense, the timing routes, the quick execution, the guys like Kendrick Bourne and Julian Edelman's and guys like that that they set up for that aren't set up for Cam Newton, those slot receivers Cam can't hit. What was it? Uh, They cut someone. Was it fucking – who's the guy they got from Atlanta a couple years ago? Um, Uh, uh, Mohamed Mohamed Sanu. He came out and said they cut me because I don't fit well with Cam Newton, which was he was a slot receiver, kind of stopped on a dime. That was a Brady target. And now you go out and get Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar's whole game game plan is going down the field. Well, if Cam Newton averages 0.7 yards, average throws off the line of scrimmage per, per completion the other night in the air yards, think about that, in the air yards was 0.7. Mac Jones was 7. Yeah. So, um, And by the way, the – greatest quarterbacks of all time around seven, seven and a half yards per completion. So um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's a little bit scary as much as it came out of that first game. Like, wow, shit, Mac Jones first ever game in the NFL uh, didn't blow me away, but looked good. Uh, it, it's only up from here. You start thinking about all of the uh, ramifications and logistics of making that happen. It's like, it's a thin needle. They, they're going to have to thread a real thin needle at the quarterback position this year. And expectations are not what are not what they were. You you should make the playoffs and make noise in the playoffs this year. And if you don't, that's a fail. 
and you're going to rely on one of these guys to do it. Yeah, I think you're a wild card team. You know, you should be fighting for that wild card team. I don't think you're going to get above Buffalo. So, I mean, you got to, this is something you got to rely on heavy. I mean, if Cam's not the guy, you can't. I think you get a worse Cam Newton attitude wise if you let him start the season and then bench him. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben- he, has to, he has to be, unless he gets hurt and it has a few weeks to recover um, and then comes back, even then, if he gets healthy and doesn't get the starting role. It's it's it, it's starting to feel like that he's going to be uh, creating some some problems. So it'll be, I like, think a it, Bo- it'll be like a Randy Moss yeah. type situation when uh, Brady got hurt in uh, fucking what was the guy's name? The backup quarterback, Matt Castle. Matt Castle, Matt Castle was the quarterback, and he just was like, "Yeah, uh huh." Like all his interviews, just you know, monotone. still had a thousand, still had a thousand yards with Matt Castle and like twelve touchdowns. But he didn't want to be there. You could tell, and that's what he has shipped be. out the next season halfway through. Yeah. Um, all right, Two Ray. Seasons. What else? Um, what else stood out to you? Ramadana Ding Dong Stevenson. Holy <laughs> Christ, that guy's good. I fucking knew this was going to be the first guy you went to. You sheep. You sheep. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. No, this is great for all of us because this means Sony Michelle. Bye-bye. See you later. Fucking him and Damian Harris together. One-two punch. That's going to be a lethal combination, especially if we're going to rely heavy on the run this year. Seeing those two healthy. Woo. Bill, do you want to shit down his throat or should I? Uh, 91 yard touchdown versus the four stringers. I think you or I could have ran through that fucking hole and outrun those guys. Like, come on, pump, pump the fucking brakes, dude. (laughs) It's the same thing. You're all hyped up on Mac Jones against the twos and the threes. And now we got to get hyped up on a fucking fourth round Uh, running back against the fourth. Who bought a fucking Mac Jones Jersey? You did. You fuck. And you did too. You fuck. Yeah. Whatever, Bill. Tell me you were in half chub, half staff watching Mac Jones toss out some six yard fucking in cuts you know you were you know I mean, you were. of course i was half chubbed i'm always half chubbed when it comes to ramadan <laughs> ding don uh ramon j stevenson the weed guy uh yeah he looks like he fits the the mold the garrett blunt load uh, mold what is he six two two thirty five two thirty five or something uh so he's, he's me so i can make it maybe i could run through that hole um mm. <laughs> mm. no um probably not look it, never mind this the, the fourth stringers going against the third stringers it's very rare for, for Belichick to put a rookie running back in there. Generally, he redshirts his rookies. Doesn't seem like that's going to be with this with this kid, but there is no chance in hell they're cutting Sony Michelle this year, Ray. They're going to carry five backs, including J.J. Taylor, I'm guessing, with the return game, special teams, and what we saw in the passing game, and James White. Uh, it lasts several years that's kind of getting there. dinged up here and there. Uh, Brandon, I see Brandon Bolden getting cut. You think Brandon so? Bolden shift them over to a fullback because whatever, whatever you Sony want. Michelle, yeah, Sony Michelle and Damian Harris. Harris is your one A to Michelle's one B. Then you have James White and this guy. Remember Dan Dong? That's four, and JJ Taylor will be five. You're cutting Yakum Johnson. You're not going to keep a fullback. <clears throat> yeah, I would expect something like that. They're not. Um, I don't think they're going to bury this kid. I especially if they're going to start leaning on Mac Jones, their goal line, he's your goal line back. Probably um, Damian Harris might be able to do it, but yeah, I, yeah, certainly he impressed. Certainly he impressed. He runs hard. He's big. He fits the mold. I wouldn't start there. I'd start with someone like Matthew Judon, who has been was all over the ball spark plug in even training camp in that game. Uh, latest today in Philadelphia, he was all over the place with an interception and um, everywhere injury. else. He had an injury scare too. Not to cut you off rich on Thursday that, you know, you look back at it. You're like, Oh fuck. 
We yeah. just spent how much money on this guy? That looked bad. And then he came right back in. You're like, wow, he's coming back into the preseason game? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Duck tape and sand. Duck tape and sand, baby. Let's he's go. saying all the right things, too. He's he's the anti-David Price. He, you know, he says, look, this is preseason. I play 100% all day. And if I don't, if it doesn't look like it, he's you guys need to write it. He said oh, to the reporters. I rock hard when I read Fucking that. Fucking love oh, this guy, man. Oh, he, right. He's he, he this guy could suck now for the rest of the year. And just because this was in first impression, we will give him a, a, a leash as long as it takes for him to be OK. Uh, but, yeah, that classic roll up injury was scary. Think we got out of that. And wearing number nine, too. He stands out on that defense. Yeah, well, just say so. and I, someone mentioned this. I, I don't know if it was you with the new number changes. You're trying to identify the mic and all that other shit. You have Juwan Bentley wearing eight, and you have Judon wearing nine. Imagine if Cam Newton has to read that and then fucking practice. That idiot doesn't know. The idiot doesn't know who the fucking Mike linebacker is. No, no not a clue. Uh, uh, eight or nine is the mic. Eight or nine is the mic. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine is the mic. What? There's fucking what? two guys. What? Yeah. Who the hell's eighty-nine? And Cam's dead. Fumbles. Six the other way. Uh, I liked J.C. Jackson. Looked pretty good out there. Although Man. the rest of his well, J.C. Jackson did look good. He had a pass breakup, but nothing else happened to him on a cornerback. So if you get a quiet day and a pass breakup, you look pretty good. The rest of his cornerback uh, field didn't. We can get into that. When I'm sticking I, on the good shit right now, I'll give you I think our kicker. Our kicker Bill. went good. <laughs> Nardone. <laughs> Great uh, night. Got a couple 50 yarder, got a 35-yarder, and he missed an extra point. Extra point, point. but I'll take, the, I'll take the 50s. I don't think he's going to make it. If he keeps missing extra points, I don't think he's going to make it. If Nick Folk, if if Nick Folk doesn't come back, I mean, he keeps missing practice. He's still, I mean, this is day seven that he's missed and this kid's look good. He's, he's, did he he, travel to Philly? I don't even know. I think so. I don't know, but he's, hold on, but he's also 18 and 19 in practice and game kicking inside Gillette stadium. Hey, I mean, I like the big leg, but Nick Folk hit two, three fifty yarders, two for game last year. Let's not shit on Nick. Nick Barely. I'd love to get dude, into the t- program. Dude, titties, titties will all kick him for the rest of the year. He's oh, making yeah. his team. Unbelievable. Uh, for the sake of the show, we need on the show. Quinn Nordine. Quinn Nordine. We need you. We need you, baby. Uh, you motorboat son of a bitch. We need you. <laughs> I also had here on my list that John o. Smith play. He had one catch, but just the 16 yard. Just when you when you go an entire year with three total catches by the tight ends, and then you get that, the first catch in preseason by a tight end the next year, it's like, oh, yeah, this is what this position is supposed to look like. Who's also hurt now, so nice. Yeah, a little dinged up, a little dinged up. He'll be okay. I have. Uh, he'll be okay. Dirt, baby. Hunter Henry traveled to Philly. He'll be. They'll be fine. They're gonna hold these he guys practiced. back. They know what they got in there. Non-contact jersey though. Doesn't matter. You know who I like. You know who I like a lot. And I'll throw it over to you guys for question marks. I like Kendrick Bourne. I think Kendrick Bourne is a Patriots kind of receiver. Runs He's quick. Around, gets He's open. Fast. He's bigger than I thought he was too. Yeah. What's he six two? Somewhere yeah, around there. Something somewhere like that. But I you see, a, that's another small guy. When he gets off the ball, like he. I think he's a perfect wide receiver, Mac Jones, and what the Patriots want to run. He could stop on a dime, turn either way, that Julian Edelman, Wes Welker role, but he's faster. And I think he's faster off the, the first step than Edelman is, and he looks like he could catch fucking everything. Yeah, and I, think I like if, this guy. He, he's going to sit underneath in those zones that made Edelman and Welker fucking famous in this offense. You know, and if you if you do eventually, when you eventually do get to Mac Jones, I think I, I'm, I'm liking what I've seen out of him. What I'm not liking, Nikhil Harry, 
one play or one catch in 36 plays played well into the second half writings on the wall boys bye-bye but ray he was having a breakout camp one catch one target four yards and he went backwards on that play too 36 plays this guy fucking sucks if one more person tells me that he's having a breakout camp and to what and watch out for Nikhil harry Get the fuck out of here. He can't he, like even on the screen passes, he's getting blown up in the blocking game, which you heard was such an impressive improvement for him this year. Yeah, when he's going against shit bags that aren't going to make the team, of course you're going to look great. He was playing against the- Hold on, hold on, hold on. But Ramadre Stevenson playing a bunch against I'm a bunch practice. of practice. I'm saying practice. I'm going to have a ding dong. Going against a bunch of shit guys that aren't going to make the team run Nikhil for it. Harry played the same time that Ramondre Stevenson played, and he didn't look like he looked like shit. He said Actually, he didn't look like anything. He was a ghost. He was a ghost out there. And what other question marks you got, Ray? Hmm. Uh, Win. He got blown up on that Chase Young fucking sack. So I mean, yeah, it's one it's play Chase against Young. probably the best defensive player in the league. I, I'm, I I'm going to give him a pass on that. The, rest the only of the question mark I have with Win is healthy because I think he's probably. I don't know, top 10 left tackle in the league when he's, he's healthy. So but small. He's, just... he's undersized. I mean, he was, what, 6'1", 6'2", and that was a knock. I mean, he, you know, he was a left guard. And they took him in the first round. Yeah, and you kind of see, right I, I, honest to God, I prefer Trent Brown over in the left side than, mm-hmm. than, the, than the right. Because we thought but, that they were going to switch. We thought that he was going to go to the right tackle and but, have Trent Brown come to the left tackle. But again, when when wins in there and healthy, I mean, you don't see much of him because he's he's really good. He's he could play, but he can't stay on the fucking field. Yeah, yeah I thought the offensive line was um, was good to, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of pressure coming from them in the first half. So I thought they were fine. I think uh, on, and the hurry up offense Mac was running before we move on was, you know, I, I really like to see that. They, they put a lot of faith in him calling plays at the line, getting the wear. I mean, he was Damn, can't do that. He had eleven. He had eleven straight passes. I believe he was seven eight in on that drive, and I think the, the the only incompletion came on third down, and it was really a kind of a broken play, where it was just kind of a throwaway play. But I mean, he was he looked the part. He he did look the part. So I mean, it's encouraging. Yeah, to your point, right? Not to continue to go back to Mac here, but just the idea of getting the ball out physically, the physical mechanics of getting the ball in shotgun five wide, two minute drill, getting it from the snap putting it back to your shoulder and just flipping it out with your wrist. Cam Newton physically cannot do it. Because nope. he can't know. lift it. Can't lift his arm up over his head. I don't know what the cam stands no. don't see in this. He can't throw like this. He like he, the whole thing's going to be a catapult, no matter if it's going three yards or 30. It, he just physically can't do it. Um, but the biggest question mark you guys didn't mention is the secondary. I know they're missing, obviously, uh, Stefan Gilmore. That's still unresolved. And they're missing Devin McCorry, their captain back there. So we got to get yeah, I don't a expect bit of him to play all year preseason. Um, no, probably not. All preseason, no. But Jalen Mills playing out of position. Let's keep him away from that cornerback position. Yeah, he's, he's more of your number three, number four corner. I like him more in that safety safety role. It's, yeah. He's expected to play there. But other than that, um, they're going to rely on guys like and I'm talking outside corner here. So it's JC Jackson. Obviously, you expect the this to work out with Stefan Gilmore. They've passed the, whatever line of arbitration here. Bad word, but uh, he's not going to get traded. I don't think he's going to sit out. So we expect him to play. Other than that, though, your outside cornerbacks, the, the undrafted kid, Michael Jackson, uh, hee hee, and uh, you know, fuck Juwan Williams. That guy's going to get cut. That Who guy else? sucks. 
who else do they got outside at this point? Bryant. Is he still on that? Miles Bryant, Bryant, yeah, who's actually playing a lot of safety. So I did read an article, I think, out of Jeff Lowe that said, you know, they're putting these guys in positions that they're not comfortable with to see what they got. And you might see that flip-flop from Jalen Mills and Miles Bryant in the season. Uh, we saw Miles Bryant make some good plays last year as an outside cornerback. I'll just say uh, it's not as deep. We mentioned this in the previous show. That cornerback position is probably not as deep as we might think it is. And it uh, is with, chalk one up for Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore, Gilmore for because sure. yeah. he he just he just made a pretty good point on whatever negotiation season. No, but you're also right too. That's the weakest part of our defense right now. Usually that was our strongest years past, and now it's the weakest. Our linebackers, our front, you know, defensive line. That's the strong point of this defense. You won't be able to run against this team, but passing eh, until Stephon yeah. Gilmore comes back, we're fucked. Yeah, let's see what Devin McCourty brings back. He's a pro. Uh, other than that, uh, what's your um, final thoughts here on uh, the Patriots? I added, do you guys, did you guys watch any other preseason stuff this weekend? A lot of talk about Justin Fields. I'm keeping my eye on him with the Patriots. Of course, I have no chance life. To get him. Yeah, of course. Of course I do. Uh, were you as high on Justin Fields as everybody else seems to be playing against the threes and the fours, leading them to back to a win? No. Yeah. No. Who did they play? It was Jacksonville. Miami. No, Miami. I watched the Cleveland-Jacksonville game. That was a fucking bore fest. But, yeah, it's Miami. Who fucking cares? And you're going against the threes and the fours. Nothing. Yeah. I'm just going to keep an eye on that. Still fall asleep. No. I sat the whole weekend in the fucking woods. I didn't get to watch any football. Oh, and nothing it, out of this. Isn't it fun to have a girlfriend, Bill? It was a nice night. It was a nice weekend in the woods, actually. So I can't really complain, but I didn't have fucking internet until I had went to go to fucking town. <laughs> had to go to town. Uh, had to go to town, get my football fix. Uh, well, that was an eventful preseason. Like we said before uh, the preseason started, this was going to be one of the most eventful and important, or whatever you want to call it, from the last 20 years. Generally, it's just let's get this shit over with, something to the AFC Championship game. But uh, it's all different now. Every week matters. So let's see what happens here with Philly in this uh, this upcoming week. And it, it and I know we may have overacted here with Cam getting all the first-team snaps today because every other day, since training camp has started with this quarterback position has basically flip-flopped and been a roller coaster. So if we, I would not be surprised to see Mac Jones go out there and get half the first team reps tomorrow. Wouldn't shock me in one bit. If he doesn't, I'll be pissed. Uh, Let's do this quickly. We ran late on the Patriots stuff here, but a big weekend for the Red Sox over the weekend here. And I'm not, I'm not sure if you, well, you didn't have internet bills, so you didn't see, but Jesus Christ himself rose from the grave to sweep the fucking Orioles by himself with his left arm uh, from 60 feet, six inches away. Of course, I'm talking about Chris Sale and his return for five innings, five innings pitched, uh, eight strikeouts. And Ray, among many others, considered this the great They're coming back, out party. baby. They're back. Red Sox are back. They sweep the Orioles, who are 38 and 78. 40 one, games. One and 12 in 40 August. 40 games. One and 12 in August. Wow, they the, the the Baltimore Orioles are a walking case study for relegation in, in North American sports. Those I'm fuckers should be sent down. Oh yeah, Pirates. Uh, yeah. So go ahead, Ray. Why don't you give us your uh, epiphany on Chris Sale coming back to the Red Sox and how he's going to lead them to the promised land? It's nice to have your ace back. Now you have 
uh, your bats don't have to do all the work. They can go out there and know that they have a reliable pitcher out there that can deliver nine innings of shutout baseball or low scoring baseball. So Five innings. To, I'm just saying. He was counting two runs. At, and then also look at yesterday's game. Erod goes out there, six innings pitched. I mean, these guys are motivated. They think the writing's on the wall. They're only three games back from Tampa Bay. They can still do it. Any this. I guarantee you they win the AL East. It's going to happen. And it's because Chris Sale, they're going to rely on him. And his war, like coming back from war interview that he had or post-game interview he had, that was just beautiful, that he had a hole in his heart, that he didn't know what to do. Like baseball was ripped away from him. He was pitching in game seven or in a World Series game, closing it out. And then, you know, the next year, spring training, my elbow gets shot and I've been out of way for two years. And now I'm back and I have a purpose in life. So it's just beautiful to see. I, I love the optimism. Oh. I love the optimism, right, Bill? I'll give you a second here. I'm I'm really reflecting off. I sent you guys a text message, Bill. You didn't get it because you're in the internet without the internet in the woods. Uh, but I was taking a poop, reading an article, I think by Jason Massonato, and he and it was a just a thousand word, inning by inning, batter by batter, like golden reflection on Chris Sale coming back literally comparing it to the 2018 world series and what the 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 feeling was like in, in chris sale being there and i was just like i can't believe the overreaction to this one game and this one guy against baltimore mind you against Sorry. baltimore i i i get it that this team uh fell on its face because they were undercut at the deadline and the idea of finally getting your quote-unquote reinforcements, your deadline acquisitions in Chris Sale and Kyle Schwarber coming back two weeks after the fucking deadline, after you've dropped six games in the standings, whatever the hell it was, and the Yankees and Blue Jays are now knocking at your doorstep and you're barely in the running for the playoffs. I get that these guys could give you a boost, but pump the brakes like all the way. It's the worst team in baseball in Baltimore put, Orioles. Put the dick pump I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I I agree with you. It'll give them a boost. They got the Yankees up here next. If they go get fucking swept by the Yankees again, what do we say then? What that what happened to the what happened to the great Chris Jesus Sale? Yeah, and if if he was such the the great Messiah as Raymond has dubbed him in our I text exchange, that. I didn't double that. You would have had him pitch against the Yankees. You lined him up. You line him up Thursday. The he would have pitched against the, the Rays. Rays. Sorry to you, yeah, Bill. no, it's not the Yankees. Sorry, the Rays. Would have been the Rays and then the Yankees because he might yep. have missed the Yankees series coming up. Sorry, ah, bring him back to a shit team and get his uh, momentum up, get his, uh, you know, uh, get his good stuff. No, you, know, you, uh, you pitched uh, him where you pitched Tanner Hawk on Thursday. That should have been Chris Sale. And then you pitched Chris Sale again tomorrow or Wednesday. Right. So you keep on that trajectory about a week. You get him the Yankees. Then he lines them up again with Tampa or vice versa. It's one of those. I don't remember the schedule, but that's where you do it. That's where you need him most. Those are the two series you have to fucking win. You have the Yankees that are two and a half behind you coming in for three or you're going on the road for three. You get swept. You're going out of third place. You're Toronto's four and a half behind you. You still get another series or two with them coming up in September. Like this is going to be a dogfight. Like these are the ones you have to win. You don't put fucking Chris sale to face Baltimore and Texas. Those are not what you need Chris sale for. You could throw Garrett Richards or Martin Perez out there. If you're shut up, Ray, let me go. If you're still so confident with your Kyle Schwarber acquisition at the deadline that you can out slug everybody in Texas. No, instead 
You bring Chris Sale to face a last place team. You need him for Tampa. You need him for the Yankees. You need him for the Blue Jays. And so far, they're coddling him and bringing him back slowly and avoiding good teams. He's not the savior that we want. He's not the savior when he's playing fucking Baltimore and Texas. He's the savior when he comes back and beats the Yankees. He beats fucking Tampa. Give me five innings, two runs, eight Ks against Tampa and the Yankees, and then we'll fucking talk. Done. Beautiful, beautiful point. I couldn't say anything more to make that better. Um, that was absolutely correct, uh, but we shall see what kind of uh, lifting or parting of seas Chris Sale is able to do for the Red Sox here as you move down the stretch. That's all what you believe in. Yes, it does. Which God do you pray to? Uh, this has been the Simple Minds Sports Show. <laughs> When's, uh, Fat Tuesday headlines, August 17th. We will see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. 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 Uh, what do you guys think of Peyton Pritchard, the basketball? Speaking of Messiahs, guy dropped Does Portland Pro Am suck? Because Isaiah Thomas dropped 61. He dropped, what, 92 no, that was the and Atlanta. 60? That Dude, was, I don't give a shit. If, you, if you're playing in, like, a high school tournament, dropping 92 points. It's insane. With And you're not Wilt Chamberlain. You're not seven feet tall dunking over guys. Like, he's 6'1 or whatever, shoot, shooting, like, 70% from three. 92 points Mike- is impressive anywhere. Remember Mike James? I think the Celtics had him for a little bit. He played on the other team. He dropped 53, 54. I think he got they, 70. They were uh, no, I was I don't think I was thinking it was in the 50s. I don't think he got no. up to 70. But they were going back and forth, back and forth. Like Pritchard looked like holy shit. Looked like white chocolate out there. Ooh, <laughs> pump like, the brakes. Pump the brakes, my friend. Um any it's pro-am. Anybody will look like that. He dominated the uh, the summer league, and they kicked him out. He was he was too good at twenty points, six boards, eight assists, nine now assists. He's, now he's back for the uh, championship, championship that game. the Celtics are in. Yeah, go good, go he's, go. This, hey, I want good too. I want to see the jump from these kids. I mean, Pritchard, like the the point guard minutes can be there, especially if you're moving on from Marcus Smart. Like, there's a bigger opening for him like, on this team to play a lot of fucking minutes. They they trusted him last year. I mean, you need to sh- you need to see him shoot. I mean, that's what he's out of Oregon. You know, he's a four year starter out of Oregon, and I mean, ninety two. Oh, I'm all for it. Get him in here. I mean, he we we're all been high on him since they drafted him. He should be in the rotation. What he showed oh, as a rookie, yeah. uh, what he's showing now. Like I know it's everybody's mo to overreact to summer league shit, but you know, you 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 can tell when someone separates himself. I'm not saying Peyton Pitt should be your starting point guard, but he should be in your eight nine man rotation. Absolutely, he should. Absolutely, he should. Um, and yeah, I think it definitely makes Marcus Smart uh, replaceable, which is good. Oh yeah, that's good. Any any uh, parting words for Carly Lloyd? The... I guarantee you, if I showed you three pictures of women and one of them being Carly Lloyd, you guys couldn't pick her out of a crowd. I guarantee. Yeah, you she's could. got a, a schnauzer of a nose on her. <laughs> I can't believe that you don't think that I actually know these girls on this team. Well, now you do because you just want to spite me, you little cunt. No, I'm a I'm a fan. I'm an actual fan. Carly Lloyd's the the number one goal scorer in international women's soccer history. Put some respect to her name, right up Put there with Mia Hamm. Put some fucking respect to her name. God damn it! Oh, is it Mia Hamm number two? I don't think she no. Does. Abby Wambach, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Second Bill. Billy on the pitch, fucking loses. You like that? that? You like that name, Paul? You dumb cunt. No, I just said she, I didn't say who was number two. I said she was right up there with Mia Hamm. 
Well, no, most... you said right behind, right in front of Mia Ham. No, I said right up there with Mia Ham. We'll as play the tape soccer out. player. Play. Oh, I just you're already annoying me. <laughs> we still got another show, and I'm just yeah, quick oh. show. How am I annoying you? You just you're just your stupid face and your laugh. Oh, okay, that's fine. 